Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hi, welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather, and this is the week that I leave for Mackinac. So I will be leaving on Thursday, May 19th, and then I come back home on the 22nd. I tend to do long weekends, and this works best for me. I think I've said this several times. It takes me about five hours to get up to Mackinac, and I like to have most of the day on Thursday, uh, half the day on Thursday. So that way I have all day Friday and Saturday, and then I leave Sunday morning. So this allows me to really get in a lot of quality time on the island. That is something that is very important to me, to not be time restricted. And I definitely feel like I take advantage of as much time as I can while on the island. So what I'm going to do today is run through some suggestions. Uh, this is maybe if you've never gone up to the island or if you're thinking of going and staying on the island for the first time. One of the things I'm really excited about with going on this trip is uh, stuff that I talk about because when I started doing this podcast and the visits that I've done since then, I, I have some videos to show and pictures, but I'm definitely going to be able to share a lot more videos and pictures of what I'm going to be talking about. And that is something I'm really looking forward to getting with this trip. That's what this actual trip is all about, is for the podcast, to share with you different things that you can do, uh, advantages there, so on and so on. And one thing that I love to talk about that a lot of people don't know is the ferry times, okay? So whether you are going over for the day or for the weekend, this is something that you can do ahead of time, okay? For example, I am going to be staying at Klohan Inn with this visit. So knowing that I am aware of where I'm going to be staying, what I do then is look to see which ferry is going to be closest for me when I arrive to the island. Knowing this, 
Shepler's is going to be the ferry line that is going to work best for me because Clohan is located at the very top of Hoban Street on Market Street, which is directly catty corner across from Shepler's Ferry. In the fall, I'm going to want to switch back over to Starline Ferry, which I will come back to that in a second because we're staying at the Mackinac House which is also on Market Street, but then if you take Starline Ferry and go up in the middle, there's uh, like, I wanna say the alleyway between Mackinac Island carriage tours, that's gonna take you right up to the Mackinac House. So with talking about Starline Ferry, not sure if you all are aware of this, the name for Starline is actually being changed to Mackinac Island Ferry Company. If you have any prepaid tickets, before this uh, name change, they're still going to be able to be used. So do not worry about that. Uh, and everything, as far as I have seen on their social media, still says Starline. But if you start seeing some changes, just know that's what it is. All right, so heads up with that. Now, back to what I'm going to be sharing with my fairy, what I'm going to be doing. So because of Shepler's, I'm going to explain how you go in there. I know I've done this before, but this is really a huge thing and it helps you in so many ways. Okay. So when you come to Shepler's Ferry, you're going to go through, it's kind of a large gate at the front and I will have pictures on there of what I'm talking about on my Instagram. Again, totally Mackinac Island. Go to Instagram. You can see that there. Also on Facebook, I am on there too, is totally Mackinac Island that you can get on there. All the pictures are shared on there as well. Uh, for you to look at. This is where you're going to go into. Now, they're going to, when you pull up there, they're going to ask you if you are doing a day trip, if you are staying overnight, and then they're going to direct you where you need to go. Because I'm going to be staying overnight, they're going to have me pull over to the side, and this is where I'm going to unload my luggage. The dock porter is then going to come over and ask you where you are going to be staying, and they will put luggage tickets on there. Be sure to have cash on you, you guys, because the dock porters work really hard. This is very hard work. I can honestly say because I know how I pack, you want to be able to tip them for what they're doing for you. So then once they have taken off with your luggage, they will take it over and put it on a cart and they'll put it on the ferry. More than likely, you will know which ferry time you're gonna be getting on do not worry if your luggage is not put on the direct ferry with you. It's going to get over to the island, okay? Do not stress about that. If there's something you're extremely worried about, I highly recommend you carry that with you, okay? From there, I will uh, take my car and leave my bike on the back of my car for this purpose because I, I like to go over to the free parking lot. It doesn't bother me to go do that. There is a shuttle service that readily goes around to pick you up i just leave my bike on and then when i get over to the free parking lot i ride my bike back to shepler's it's not a bad ride okay i at this point have also pre-purchased my tickets online because i have purchased my ticket online i'm saving two dollars off the regularly priced ticket so it is thirty dollars okay always go on websites for the fairies because they have packages that you can get so there's combinations there's three adult online round trip combinations uh for eighty dollars two adult one child round trip combination for sixty four dollars mac and back unlimited combination and this is uh unlimited departures in one two or three day options all right if you're not going over there 
I also have purchased my bike uh, ticket, which is $16. Uh, tandem bike is $32. A bike and trailer is $16. So it's worth it to get on there and have that. If you want to, you can also add on packages to your ticket. So you could do the Fort uh, Mackinac, which is $13. I mean, excuse me, $15. The Fort Mackinac for the child admission is $9. The carriage tours for adults is 35. The carriage tours for children is 15. Infants, five and under are free. The Grand Hotel Luncheon is 79.50. For the youth, that is 10 to 17, 51.94. And for the children, six to nine, 40, 28. So you wanna get these tickets and you can print them off. I do believe you can now have them sent to your phone so that's a good option. When you get there, have your tickets and you still have to go up to the box office because when you get your, when I'm taking my bike over, the ticket that you put on there is basically your license plate that you're gonna have while you're over on the island, okay? So you need to make sure you go up and get that and then they will give you your ticket. Folks, hang on to your tickets. These are round trip tickets. You don't wanna lose them. So put them someplace safe so you don't lose them and especially if you're staying over on the island. All right, so the options for parking. If you choose not to do free parking, you can do premium dock lot parking, which is $35 a night. That means that they're basically, it's valet, and you're they're gonna take your car away, and you'll have it locked in with that. Standard overnight parking is $15 a night. Mind you, you guys, this is all for Shepplers. This is what I'm gonna be using, so I'm just giving you a heads up. All information is available on the website, so you can check that out. I apologize because my cat in the background is going crazy. Now, I am watching the weather like a hawk. As of now, it's looking like it could be rainy. This does not concern me. We all know how weather can change, but going up there, whether it be May, possibly beginning of June, even into end of September, into October, you know the weather can be iffy. Heck, it can be iffy in the summer. When I was there in July, the one day it was super warm, the next day it was cold and rainy. So this is where I'm gonna give you some advice on what to pack or even for day trips, okay? So if I'm watching the weather and I'm looking at this and I'm seeing that it's potentially gonna be rainy, there's a few things that are gonna jump out at me. I definitely wanna make sure I have an umbrella or a poncho or both, okay? This is gonna be whether you're staying on the island or day trips. The other thing is extra socks because if it is raining and you are over there for a day and your shoes get wet, good idea to have just some extra pairs of socks. You can always go buy some, but it's just easy to throw in there. If you are taking a bike over there, do a basket on the bike. This is so convenient for you for so many reasons. This is where you can store a lot of your stuff if you have it. You can also have a poncho wrap your items up in that if it is raining, so therefore they won't get wet. It makes it just a little more convenient for you if you are exploring the island and you wanna put food in there, water bottles, etc., etc. If you are not gonna be doing taking your bike and you're renting a bike, ask for a basket. 
This, this is so, and I'm not saying everybody needs to have one. If there's a couple of you in a group, if there's, let's say, four of you, maybe two of you get a basket. These are just extra little handy things that help so much, okay? Now, the other thing is sunscreen. I know you might be thinking, okay, whatever. You're along the water, and I experienced this. My nose got super sunburned. We were just waiting for our room to get ready. My mom and I were just sitting down by the pink pony. And I had my sunglasses on. I didn't even think of it. And my nose got super sunburned. So whether it's raining or not, not a bad idea to always have sunscreen with you. I mean, you should always have sunscreen with you, in my opinion. But even if the weather's not looking like it, keep that with you. Okay? Then another thing is comfy shoes cannot emphasize this enough if you are going over there for the day and it looks like rain i do not recommend that you wear flip-flops or sandals because if you're riding a bike or exploring it's best to wear tennis shoes you just want to make sure that this is not going to be an inconvenience because you might be walking a lot more if you know that you're going to be sitting a lot and you're okay in sandals knock yourself out but in all honesty, I think it will surprise you on how much you really should wear a comfortable pair of shoes. Also, a light jacket. A light jacket is going to be so necessary for so many reasons. If you are riding on the other side of the island away from downtown, it is sometimes insane on how much the wind can pick up over there, especially if you're stopping just to sit and relax and check everything in. Now, if you're exploring inner island, it can jump up. I swear it feels almost 10 degrees. So it's a great idea to keep that light jacket with you and tie it around your waist. Also, if you're going for a day trip, backpack. This is where you can put all your stuff in there, put it in the basket, and not have to worry about it. These are great little things that I have learned with doing that. But because I am staying on the island, my packing is going to be a little bit different, okay? So... For my overnights, I will make sure to have my bike lock, and I need to definitely look up to see if I can find my bike combination because I don't remember what it is, so I'm sure I have it somewhere. Also, this might seem a little crazy, but I will be bringing gloves and a hat because at night, it could get a little chilly, even in the morning when I do my morning walks, so not a bad idea. Once you get going, they might warm up. It might not be that bad, but... It's just, you know, we're in that transition time weather-wise. It's really difficult to navigate how you might be feeling with that. Bug spray. This actually wouldn't be a bad idea for a day trip, but bug spray, I haven't experienced too many times that I've gotten bit up there. That doesn't mean it's not a good idea if you're up exploring in the woods not to have some, I don't know, is there tick spray? Ticks freak me out. I'm not going to lie. Like, people are scared of spiders. We went to this camp when I was in sixth grade called Camp Amigo. And that's where I first learned about ticks. And, I mean, rightfully so. They tell you, you've got to be careful of ticks. Got to be careful of ticks. And I don't know why, but that instilled something in me that I am freaked out by them. And a couple years ago, I had one on my neck. And they just scare me. So, definitely just be on the lookout for that. And, and you know, mosquitoes. There's also those bugs that come out and we experienced this it was in june and i hear all sorts of different names for these kinds of bugs basically they remind me of gnats but an extreme case of gnats and 
you see them. I don't think they're mayflies. They're on, they look like almost apocalyptic because they sometimes take up the sides of buildings and then you'll be riding and you, I, I literally know what a windshield feels like because they were hitting my face. And we, my nephew and I were on a tandem and it was, I, I ate so many of these bugs. But just as soon as they appear, they disappear. And honestly, I don't, I can't say when they are going to show up. And sometimes they could be really bad and sometimes not. And once they're gone, they're not back again. So just, just a little heads up on that. Um, but the bug spray is not going to help you with those. That's just something you've got to endure with that. Okay. So overnights also, uh, sweatshirts. You want to have a nice cozy sweatshirt to, if I can make a recommendation, a hooded sweatshirt with a front pouch, because again, if you have gloves, it's nice to throw those in there and then something that you can maybe take off and tie around your waist. If you forget that, do not forget that plenty of the shops downtown have fantastic options for you to go buy those. And they have for you to get gloves and hats or ear warmers. All of it's downtown. I've had to make many a purchases down there in case you do not remember to do that. There is that readily available for you to get. And also with overnight, I take a cooler. I like to pack my uh, bottled water. I am an iced tea person, so I actually pack my own iced tea. And it also, I like to have uh, just snacks, little snacks with me. If I don't have anything, sometimes what I like to do is I'll just take those things up and then I run down to Dowd's when I get there, pick a few of those up and then take them back and put in my cooler. If there's not a refrigerator available in my room, I just keep refilling the ice in my cooler so I have that available to me. I like to drink a lot of water. So another great thing to take with you if you are there for a couple of days and you're gonna be riding around the island, if you have a Bluetooth speaker and you have your basket, I put mine in my basket and I just like to ride around and listen to it. It's really nice. It's not my earphones, so I'm able to hear people uh, if they're coming up behind me. So that is just something I recommend for you to do. Speaking of bikes, I know I've mentioned this before, you need to remember horses have the right of way on Mackinac. When you are downtown, please be aware of your surroundings. I know it can be a little overwhelming when it does get busy and you are renting a bike and you want to get out on the road and you're getting ready to take off. If I could just make a nice suggestion, if if it's pretty busy downtown, maybe walk the bike out a little bit further down to get on so you can not feel a little bit threatened if there's a lot of traffic going by you. If it's not too busy, then you'll be all good. Always keep an eye out for that. When parking downtown, Please do not park your bike or tie it up to any of the horse black horse poles that you see down there. Those are for horses only, okay? That's not for bikes. And if it says no parking, that means no parking. That is where a lot of the, uh, they will be doing delivery drop-offs and different purposes. Do not worry if you do not have a bike lock and you are riding around during the day. Nobody takes your bike. I've never had that happen. Uh, we did have it happen one time on a girls weekend. We found the bike. It was a drunken mistake. Not a big deal. So these are just a few things to remember when you are there on the island. When you are riding around the island, can't emphasize this enough, please be aware of your surroundings. If there is a group of you, try to maybe space it out so you're not taking up the whole section of the road. 
And if you do see that you're coming up to an area that it might be a little bit busier, space it out that you're just going one behind each other. This just helps because some people might be going faster than others. There can be people running, there's people walking, all sorts of different traffic that is happening on um, the road while you're riding around there. So M185 can be, as crazy as it might sound with just having bikes and people walking, there can be a lot of traffic, okay? So just really kind of pay attention, look both ways a lot, and keep that in mind when you're doing that. When you're staying overnight, a good thing to remember too is if you are going to be going out to dinner, see if some places take reservations if you have a larger party. I know that we were doing that and I was able to go into, for example, Mary's Bistro last year that morning and I made us a reservation for that evening. Just a good idea. That way you're not maybe possibly running into some situations. If you're doing a day trip, please pay attention to when your ferry leaves. If you know that your ferry that you have to take back leaves at 7 o'clock, do not try and get in somewhere and try and eat at like 6 o'clock. Sure, you might be out of there on time, but you could be pushing it. So keep in mind, be aware of the ferry times. If you're staying overnight, not a bad idea to grab, grab a brochure to know when the ferry times leaving the island will be for you. There's two places to leave to go over to the island, Mackinac City and St. Ignace. So keep that in mind too when you're looking online. It will say departing from, and you want to say Mackinac City or St. Ignace, and then you can know where you're going to go from. St. Ignace is over the bridge, so if you want to experience going over the bridge, there you go. You can do that. I, for one, have to do it in Mackinac City because once I'm there, I want to get on the boat as quick as I possibly can. It takes about 20 minutes to get over to the island, depending on which one you might take. Sometimes they go under the bridge. If you want to experience that ride, I highly recommend it. If you are in uh, Mackinac City and you want to go see some interesting history about the bridge, I highly recommend you go to the Mackinac Bridge Museum. This museum is free and it is located above Mamma Mia's restaurant. There are items donated from iron workers from around the country, including a diving suit, documents, photographs, and tools used for the construction of the Mackinac Bridge. Also, there's really good pizza there. They have a film that is going constantly that you can go in and watch. One thing that I remember learning about this is uh, those guys, when they were building that bridge, did not wear harnesses. And there were very few deaths. They finished under budget and early. So that was actually very interesting. So if you have some time to kill, not a bad idea to check that out. Once you're over on the island, you get off the ferry, please be patient when you arrive. They're going to tell you that, but know that they need to remove the luggage carts and then the bikes, and then they ask you to get off the ferry. At that point, if your particular place that you're staying does have a dock porter for that, you'll hear them calling it out. If they do not, some of them might be available to, you could pay them extra to take it to you. I, for one, am completely comfortable taking mine up to Klohan, but if I was saying someplace different, like let's say um, as Let's say I was staying at Hans, as she had told us the other week that they don't have one. I would pay somebody to take it there. It just is kind of just weight off your shoulder that you don't have to worry about it. After you go and check in, then this is when time to explore the island. If you know that you're going to take the carriage tours, uh, know that there's different times for different times of the season. 
and you would want to go down and find out when you can do that you can purchase the tickets online but you still have to go to the box office to get your ticket to get on the tour because they need to know how many people are going to be on there so it doesn't screw them up with that and another thing that i highly recommend that you check out events that are going to be going on while you are there so i will probably this next week just be checking a few things out social media is great for this because while it might not say on the island page different places have stuff going on because the island is just really beginning to open up i think that there could be a few different things uh that i could explore and come across and i know that watercolor has a few classes and i will be taking one on one night don't forget that Mackinac Wellness is also opened up and they are now offering their services and they will come to you. You don't have to go to them. They come to you. So if you're at your hotel and you want to get an IV infusion, just book online and get that taken care of. That's an excellent service to get done. And be sure to check out all the shopping. So many great shops. A lot of new shops uh, have moved and opened up on Main Street, including Threads of Mackinac. They moved from, they were on Astor Street. It was like a little house. If I remember, no, no, no. The house next to it used to be the Birkenstock. The Birkenstock is now underneath uh, the lilac tree. But they are now down on Main Street. Another one is a new pink pony shop that opened up. So it is a pink pony club and shop. And honestly, it looks adorable. And this is actually located um, under on Main Street, underneath the Lilac Tree Hotel, okay? And then you also have Rustic Chic Boutique. They moved downtown as well, too. So you've got a few new shopping um, places to check out while you're there. And if I can also make a recommendation, Whitefish get any kind of white fish that you can up there it's so good especially because it's right there it's fresh it's so yummy i cannot say enough about it also the islander bean dip at horns guys i love this dip i've tried to recreate it but i can't so i just look forward to having it it's really hard for me to sometimes venture away thinking you should try other food but honestly i love that dip so i like to have that course get your fudge the list that i have from my friends at the salon is pretty long and along with that they want me to see about getting the pop tarts from watercolor cafe if you've not seen these pop tarts i highly recommend you check out kate's page for watercolor cafe they're huge usually she has strawberry i'm hoping for brown sugar ones when i'm there but they're probably like two original Pop-Tarts put together to make one big Pop-Tart. So some of the girls asked me to bring those back. I think the other thing that I can say when packing, if you are going up there and really not sure, pack it. Don't ever doubt it. If you don't use it, it's fine. Because you never know sometimes what might happen to the weather. I have been there where the weather has started out cold and chilly and by the afternoon it has warmed up and I had to go buy a couple of t-shirts because I didn't think it was going to get that way. So just maybe pack a little more than you might with that. It just is not a bad idea with that. Again, if you don't, you can go buy them. There is always that option to have that done. And then you come back with a souvenir from the island. It's not a bad thing to consider with that. 
And if I can make another recommendation when you go up there, go sit behind the library. This is my, probably my favorite place to go sit because you get to see the ferries go by, you get to see the water crashing to shore, you get to hear it, you get all the sounds. It is so peaceful. Uh, they have Adirondack chairs and I love to sit back there, listen to a podcast. I have a new book that's gonna be coming that I'm looking forward to reading there. Cannot emphasize this enough, it's a great thing. Also, if you are a fan of the Addicted to Mackinac page on Facebook, they have released a new pin. If you aren't aware of what this page is, it's fun to go on there. They give a lot of different insights to the island, but they have free pins. They just ask for donations. And I have a few of them. I need to get a few more. And this year's pen is uh, got all the churches on it. So it's fun to go. They have a list of where all of them are. They also have some great advice on there uh, up in where the topics are that you can click on, see where shops are, different things that you can look up, and it just gives you an extra bonus guide. So I have all of that. This weekend is what I do. I get everything all ready, get it all planned, and I look so forward to just getting my suitcase out and heading up there and just chilling and relaxing. But this is a different trip because, as I mentioned, a lot of it is going to be for the podcast. I got my cards printed out hoping to nail down a bunch of new people to get on for interviews. I'm really looking forward to this. It's a it's a work slash fun trip, but the, it's a fun work trip. And I'm anxious. I, I'm hoping to do a few lives on my Instagram. So be sure to tune in on my Totally Mackinac Island Instagram page. And I probably will write a few blogs while I'm up there too. I generally stick the blogs to the podcast, but since I will be up there, I kind of want to start plugging a few of those while I'm up visiting and uh, get that information out while it's fresh on my brain. So be sure to get on the blog, www.tollymackinaw.com. As always, the links will be in the show notes so you can check that out. All right, guys, I'm so excited to head up to so many of our favorite place and I look forward to possibly, you never know, doing a little podcast while I'm there. So have a great one and I'll talk to you all soon. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.